Oil Company presents Captain Midnight. Captain Midnight, brought to you five times each week by the Skelly Oil Company, Skelly Joppers and Dealers. And now, you boys and girls who are listening, do you want to surprise Dad? Do you want to show him you know a lot more about cars than he thinks? Well then, you ask him this. You ask him if he ever worries when he starts the car about dry starts. Yes, dry starts. Now, here's what a dry start is. A dry start is the kind of start you get when you've got oil in your car that thickens too fast in cold weather. Oil that gets thicker than molasses when the car stands a while in the cold. Then, when Dad steps on the starter, this thick, syrupy oil doesn't get up into the motor fast enough. So you get a dry start. And that's the kind of start that's hard on your car. Wears it out, and after a while, makes Dad pay for expensive repairs. And tell Dad this. He'll never have to worry about dry starts if he uses Skelly Tagoline Winter Oil. You see, Skelly Tagoline Winter Oil is especially made to get up into your motor fast to prevent the kind of dry starts I told you about. Dad'll be glad to know this, I'm sure. And he'll be surprised and pleased you know so much about a car. So be sure to remind him, if he changes to Skelly Tagoline Winter Oil, he won't have to worry about dry starts this winter. Tell him that, won't you? He'll know he can get Skelly Tagoline Winter Oil any place Skelly Gasoline is sold. And the Skelly Man knows just the right grade for your car. And now to Captain Midnight. After escaping from the underground water chamber and capturing Von Griff and Lutro, Captain Midnight is leading an attack upon Shark's men at Senor Parada's Hacienda. As our scene opens today, they are approaching the Hacienda. Captain Midnight, Chuck Ramsey, and Senor Parada are in the lead. It is early in the morning, just before daybreak. The three are talking in low tones. Listen as Captain Midnight asks. Are we getting close, Senor Parada? Me, Captain. We are near the hacienda. I think perhaps we should stop and talk things over. Well, here's a good place. In this clump of trees. All right. How much farther do we have to go, Senor Pareto? Just before us, me, Capitan, is the barranca in the rear of the hacienda. Yes. You remember the pasture in which we landed the airplane? Of course, Senor. And that brings up a question. Now, should we go in through the underground passageway or the main entrance? I do not know, Senor, which is the best plan. We do not know if Ivan Shark has returned or what his men are doing. Gosh, Ivan Shark couldn't be here. He's still in that water chamber. He must be dead. Perhaps you're right, Chuck. But don't forget that if we got out all right, Chuck could have done the same thing. Sure, but we know that we got out before he did. Well, just as soon as we can, we're going back to locate his body. That isn't deciding our immediate problem. It is for you, me Capitan, to make the decision. All right, now here it is. You, senor, will lead your men around to the main entrance. Post them so as to command the big gate. In the meantime, Chuck and I will go through the underground passageway and enter the library through the secret door. Now, is that perfectly clear? Senor, but what about the time? It will take me and my men longer to get into position before the main entrance. That's true. Do you have your watch with you? See me, Capitan. All right, now let's see what time you have. No, can't see very well. Your watch doesn't have a luminous dial. Switch on your flashlight, Chuck. Here you are. Now I can see, Senor. It is ten minutes to four. All right, now here's my wristwatch. You're about three minutes faster than I am. Captain Midnight's watch is exactly right. So, in that case, I will set the watch back. And that's it. There. The watches are both the same. Good. Now, we'll call the zero hour a quarter past four. Will that give you plenty of time, Senor Pareto? 
Same, Capitan. That will be sufficient. My men will be ready in their positions at the time agreed upon. Very well. At exactly quarter past four, Chuck and I will open the door leading into the library. And at exactly the same time, you and your men will advance toward the main gate. Now, there's one thing that's very important. Yes, senor, I am listening. Chuck and I may run into a large group of Shark's men in the house. When they see there are only two of us, they may put up a good fight. So at exactly quarter past four, you and your men start shouting and shooting outside. Shark's men will then think that they're surrounded by a large force. Yes, senor, it is the very good plan. Very good, then. There's no time to lose. Come on. Chuck and I will go our way and you go yours. See me, Capitan. I get my men and we start now. All right. Now, come on, Chuck. Follow me into the Bronco, and we'll enter the secret passageway. Okay, right behind you. Gosh, Captain Midnight, everything seems to be just as it was the last time we... Shh, so loud, Chuck. We've got to talk in low tones, at least until we get into the library. And that you're right. Everything does seem to be just as it was when we last saw it. There's one thing I'm worried about. I want that, Chuck. Some of Shark's men may be hiding down here. Mm, you've got to be careful about that. But don't use your flashlight any more than you have to. I won't turn it on again. You must be almost to the bottom of the stairs. Gosh. My toe hit the lowest step in about quite a second. All right. I just wanted to find out if anyone heard that noise. Shall we go up the stairs? Yes. But now go very carefully. We don't want to be advertising our approach. How much time have we got? Uh, not very much, I think. We were very slow getting through that passageway. I won't have to switch on the flashlight. Your wristwatch has a luminous dial. Yes, here it is. Oh, gosh. Thirteen minutes after four. We haven't got any time to spare. No, no, say we haven't come on now up the steps. Hurry. Oh, we must be almost there. Just a couple of more steps. Can you feel that lever that opens the door? Not yet, but I went on a couple of seconds. Oh, I wish we knew whether anyone was in the library. Will you find that out pretty quick? Oh, wait a minute. I've got the lever. Can you feel the door? Yes. I'm leaning against it right now. How much time have we got? Thirty seconds. Well, it won't be long now. No, it won't. Now, listen, Chuck. We don't know what we're going to run into. So we're going to do just as we did before. You mean open the door and wait? That's right. I'm going to open the door. We're going to stand just where we are. After the door is open, we'll wait just a few seconds in silence to see what happens. From that time on, you take your cue from me. And you can count on me. I know that only too well, Chuck. And what time is it now? Time's just up. Quiet now. I'm going to open the door. All right. Come on. Follow me, Chuck. Seem to be anyone in here. Shall we switch on the light? No, Chuck, no, don't do that. Light your flashlight and play the beam around the room. Okay. Uh, there's not a soul in here, Chuck. There's Ivan Shark's desk and the other furniture seems to be in place. Listen. Listen to that. Yes, it's on your parade and his men. Well, what will we do now? Now, wait a minute. Now, listen to that. That sound comes from just outside the library door. It must be Shark's men. Now, listen, Chuck. This door opens into the courtyard, and on the other side of the courtyard is the main gate. Senor Parade and his men will be just outside that gate. Shark's men will think they're being attacked and will be facing the main entrance. It will be our golden opportunity to take them by surprise. Okay. I'm all set. Good. Now put your flashlight in your pocket and get out your gun. Okay, I'm ready. All right, now the door's to our left. Come on, follow me. I'm right after you. Good. You were right. Those must be Shark's men at the main gate. Look, Chuck. There's that fellow we saw before, the one who looks like an Oriental. Yeah, and he seems to be leading them. Is your gun ready? I'll say it is. All right, now follow me out to the steps, but be sure and stay behind me. Right. Okay, here we go. All right, throw down your arms, man. This house is surrounded. It is Captain Midnight. Captain Midnight! Yes, it's Captain Midnight. Throw down your gun. It is only Captain Midnight and the boys, Sakran Singh. Oh, look. Senor Prater's men have broken down the main gate. Throw down your arms or you'll all be killed. 
Now, this is the last warning. Quick, men. You must shoot. Bring up a letter. See me, Captain. When I raise my hand, you'll start shooting. See me, Captain. Oh, look. The men are dropping their guns. All right, come on now. Quick. Drop your guns till we start firing now. There. They're all down. All right. Send you for later. See me, Captain. Have your men pick up those guns. See, see. Listen, Captain Midnight. Do you remember what Senor Pareda told us? That fellow's name is Fang. Yes, Chuck, I remember that. Your name is Fang, isn't it? Yes, Captain Midnight. My name's Fang. All right. Step forward. Yes, Captain Midnight. Miss Capitan, my men, they have all the guns. Good. Line all the prisoners up, Senor Pareda, and put them into a room where they can be well guarded. See me, Capitan. Vamos, mi hombre. Vamos. All right. You, Fang, come with us into the library. And no tricks. Off him, yes, Captain Midnight. Now watch him carefully, Chuck. You better watch him. All right. Here we are, Chuck. Go ahead, close the door. Right. Now then, Fang. Where is your master, Ivan Shark? My master, go away a little time. Pretty soon, he come back. Then, not so good for Captain Midnight. I think there's a good chance your master will never come back, Fang. Captain Midnight, not tell truth. Ivan Shark drowned to death about four hours ago. Zach Ramsey, also not tell truth. My master, Ivan Shark, go through fire and water, but he not die. <laughs> Did you hear that, Chuck? As a matter of fact, he's not far from the truth. Captain Midnight know Ivan Shark very well. Many times Captain Midnight think Ivan Shark dead, but he not die. Gosh, that's right. We thought he was dead that time in the mountains near Black Gulch. How long have you been with Ivan Shark, Fang? I serve Ivan Shark many years. You know, Captain Midnight, I think this Fang was among the men we saw on that mountaintop near Black Gulch. Yes, but he wasn't among those captured, Chuck. No, Captain Midnight. You did not catch Fang before. Well, were you with Ivan Shark in the mountains near Black Gulch? Oh, Fang, yes. But, gee, how could he have gotten away, Captain Midnight? Well, I'm not nearly so much interested in that, Chuck, as I am in the answer of how Ivan Shark got away. Now, if you remember, we saw him jump over the edge of that waterfall. You remember that? Yes, Captain Midnight. You see, Ivan Shark jump into waterfall. You know Ivan Shark not die. No fire and no water can kill Ivan Shark. He not die then, he not die now. Yes, but how in the world did he do it, Captain Midnight? You answer that question, Fang. How did Ivan Shark get away? <laughs> that I do not tell, Captain Midnight. Ivan Shark, too clever for you. That's what you think, Fang. But Ivan Shark's days are up. We've broken up his little game here, and we're going to get him. You mean, if he isn't dead already? Right you are, Chuck. Personally, I think he's dead. You think Ivan Shark dead? That is a good thing you think so. Pretty soon, Ivan Shark come back. And then brave Captain Midnight will be no more. <laughs> Gee, had we better do well, something... Uh, wait a minute, hold it. All right, come in. Well, look, Senor Pareda. Yes. The Captain, I have the report to make. Yes, Senor Pareda? Well, what is it? I have the prisoners in the room, and my men, they got them wet. Very good, Senor Pareda. Have you made an examination of the Hacienda? See me, Captain. I make the examination. We check some more men who are asleep. We put them in the guard room with the others. Then we have complete control of the Hacienda? See me, Capitan. That's my bad. Ah, good. You have guards posted? See, senor. I have the guards posted. But now I have the man outside the door. You will wait just a second. 
Gosh, who in the world would... Hear me, Captain. He's be mine. Blazing beacons, Captain. It's that pilot. It's Zollinger. Well, again we encounter Zollinger, the mute pilot who has pretended to be deaf. We know he has helped Captain Midnight and his friends before. There is some strange secret about this man. What is it? Tune in next Monday to Captain Midnight. And now, fellas and girls, to be in style for 1940, you'll have to have a New Year's resolution. So I've figured one out for you, and here it is. I resolve to be a better co-pilot for the family car. That's a good New Year's resolution, don't you think? I resolve to be a better co-pilot for the family car. Now, that's a resolution that will really be fun to keep. It just means being a wide-awake young flyer like Chuck Ramsey and Patsy Donovan every minute that you're in the family car. Helping Dad watch for traffic signs, danger signals, and helping him to remember when he needs gas or oil or air in the tires or antifreeze in the radiator or water in the battery. Say, there's just no end of things you'll help Dad with if you're a good, dependable co-pilot. And there's this thing above all to remember. To pilot Dad into your Skelly service station whenever you need anything at all for the family car. Now, that's easy to remember, isn't it? So, why not make that your New Year's resolution right now? And don't forget, tune in again Monday, New Year's Day, same time, same station, for further transcribed adventures of Captain Midnight. Brought to you by the Skelly Oil Company, Skelly Jobbers and Dealers. What is the secret about this mysterious henchman of Ivan Shark, the pilot Zollinger? Why has he been, been pretending to be deaf? And what about Ivan Shark himself? Be sure to listen Monday. Until then, this is Don Gordon, your Skelly Man, saying goodbye and Happy New Year!